Welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for being here or for catching the replay. Uh, so today in this video, we are going to talk about how you can just ooze positivity, joy, and love. And here's why. Hey there, I'm Alicia Darby. I built and automated an online business by leveraging media like podcasts, YouTube, and social channels. Now I coach entrepreneurs and personal brands on how you can start your show to attract qualified leads, build your influence, and communicate with confidence on stage and in life. Your audience awaits. They're gonna love you. I'm sure that you know that people are attracted to things that are positive and uplifting and encouraging. We typically are repelled by things that are negative or heavy or things that are just like nasty, right? We, we don't want to be around that type of energy. But when there is a loving energy, a bright energy, someone that is super positive, those people are sought after. They are someone that we want to be around all the time. So as an influencer yourself, it's likely that you too have that positive influence, right? Like you, when, when people are oozing that positivity, we naturally influence others, right? So there comes a time to note that when you are fully loved and oozing that joy, you're attracting people. But what happens when you lose that joy? And you lose that positivity. You're having a down day or you're just feeling like, ah, you know, like, cause it happens, you know, even the greatest influencers have those moments where we just feel down. So I want to share with you a couple of strategies, things that you can implement in your life to ensure that you are always ready to ooze that positivity, that joy and that love. Cause it is so, so important. People everywhere need you to be able to be that source of light and of love to them. So that is what this is all about. So there is this quote years ago, I was working with a mentor who actually, it actually that mentor was a therapist. It was a mental therapist. At that time, I was competing in beauty pageants. And the question that was so popular was, if you could do something to change healthcare, what would it be? And at the time, I, I really thought like, what would be my answer? If I could change the healthcare system, what would I want? And I said, everybody should have mandated, mandatory nutritionist, a personal trainer, like physical trainer, and a therapist on their team. Well, at that time in my life, I had a nutritionist. I was working with a personal trainer, but I wasn't working with a mental therapist. And so I thought, well, if this is my answer to all things, and the reason was really because I thought if we had therapists, if everybody was just required to work with a counselor or mental therapist, then wouldn't we be able to avoid so many issues that people are facing on a regular basis? And I thought, well, if that's my solution for others, how come I'm not taking it myself? So I said, okay, let's do this, Alicia. So I ended up seeing a therapist who was amazing. And I refer to him as my mentor because that's truly how I felt of the relationship. Like we would sit down and just talk about all kinds of cool things and how I was doing in my work and how I was able to support other people and really, really an awesome experience during that season of life. So I want to share this with you. One of the things that he said to me was, whatever you are full of comes out when you're bumped and a bump, it could be like, you know, if someone cuts you off in the highway, or it could be if you, you know, get a bad doctor's report, 
Or it could be if you find out that someone said something nasty about you and you're like, oh, that's a bump, you know, and it could be small. It could be large. Anything that kind of sets you off of what you thought your course was, that's your little bump. So whatever you're full of comes out in those moments. So you got to fill up with something good, right? Because when you get bumped like that, people are watching how you respond. You know, that's, that's truly the measure of character is how you respond to circumstances when everything's not going perfectly. When everything's going perfectly, most people will respond really well, but it's when we're bumped That is when the true character is expressed. So when I was competing in beauty pageants, the pageant interview was that time where they would say they like, you know, judges would try to throw you off your axis. They try to bump you with crazy questions and things like that. And they would want to see that you could still handle yourself. And they want to see what you're full of. What are you full of? Because that's what comes out when you're bumped. So my recommendation to you is that you fill up on things like positivity, joy, and love. Because then when you are bumped, those are the things that just naturally come out of you. So how do you do that? That is the big question, right? We want to, we all want to constantly be positive and be always full of love and light and joy and energy, right? All those beautiful things. But how do we do it? The truth is you got to find time for you. Find time for you to fill up, particularly for my coaches out there. If you are a coach or a consultant, if you are somebody who is serving somebody else, which many of us are in our work and our day-to-day life, even as a parent, we are serving others around us. And when you're doing that, and particularly in a professional manner, so if somebody is hiring you to be their coach, I used to be a personal trainer and currently working as a coach. I was helping pageant women for a long time. Now I'm helping, helping entrepreneurs and coaches. And in those moments, as a coach, I am being paid to set my stuff aside and serve who I am working with. So I'm that type of relationship is not one where my stuff comes to the table also. Okay. Similar to when I hired my therapist, when I hire other coaches, I expect that they are handling their stuff outside of this time that I am paying to work with them. Right? So when you are a coach, your things are set aside during the time that you are serving your clients. For the most part, right? You don't want to be dealing with your own stuff while you're helping them. So you have to have a system in place that you can deal with your own things with your own coach. That is the beautiful part of understanding coaching from a coach's perspective. When you are a coach, you usually value that time because you know it's time set aside to serve you. When you hire a coach, they are there to serve you. And when you are hired, you are there to serve your client. So the coach cannot not be served and expect to continue serving. You can't pass it along if you're not getting it pulled into you. Okay. So in theory, that probably already makes sense to you, but I even want to take us a step further and talk about specifics. Okay. So specifically, how is it that you can actually fill up where you get that fulfillment so that you are oozing that joy and that love. Because I tell you what, if you are just meeting with clients day in and day out, and you have like eight client calls a day, that will be draining if you're not also plugging in and getting refueled yourself. Okay, so couple of little things, and I would love to hear from you as well. If you're watching this video live or replay, I really wanna hear from you. 
What are some of the things that you do that fill you up, that you know that's what you do for yourself because it just fills you with love and joy and positivity. It puts it into you so that you're able to bring that out for your clients or for those that you influence. So put that in the comments below because I would love to get like a little list here going to help people through, you know, and even myself when I'm in that moment, sometimes you're in the moment, you're just, oh, you're just looking for what do I need to do today? What is that thing? So share your notes in the comments below. Here are a few that have worked awesome for me. Number one, it's the people I surround myself with. I have found that my influence circle is going to impact how I feel about my day. So I've circled up with people who I know are going to feed me love and joy. And it's taken some time over the course of my life to clear out the people that were feeding me negativity and to bring in the people that were feeding me positivity. And we do it for one another. And that's sort of like the friend group. That's my peer level that are allowed. We do this for one another. And there are seasons where somebody needs to be poured into a little bit more than others. And we allow that to be for one another. So first is my friend group. I've done a really great job of, you know, leaving behind the people that don't serve me and bringing in more people that I can mutually benefit from. Okay. So that's thing number one is your influence circle. The second is whether or not you have a powerful influence circle, because there were seasons in my life where I did not, I felt like that friend circle really wasn't serving me. So a great place to go, this is tip number two for you, is podcasts and books. So you can get so much from podcasts and books. When you start listening to people through YouTube shows and things like that, people that are really super positive, you're able to fulfill that for yourself. So you can kind of like, pull that energy in for you and use that as well. Because, you know, when you hear people talking about their day-to-day lives and they're being positive and they're being joyful, that feels like a friend, right? We create those like pseudo pseudo friendships with outside influencers, even if they're not in your inner circle, okay? So that's tip number two. So first is your friends. Second is your pseudo friends. Those are your influencers, podcasts, books, and people outside of you. Now, the third that has radically shifted my life, and this is the thing that I would, if somebody moved to my neighborhood and said like, oh, hey, Alicia, I want to be friends. Like, what can I do first? I'd be like, girl, go to church, okay? The church that I have found, and sometimes it takes a little church shopping. You know, you got to test out a few different places before you really find your fit. But my church has been incredible. They have events They have specific networking groups of people. We call them connect groups. Sometimes churches have Bible studies and things like that where you can connect with circles of friends who are similar. I did a little shopping to find my connect group as well. You know, so I tested a few out and I told people very honestly, hey, I'm just testing this out. I want to make sure that's a good fit. So, and my husband taught me this, to not fully commit until you know, like everything's a test. When you get started, everything's a pilot program, you know, test it out at first. Even the same with churches. You go to a church and everybody wants you to go to their church, right? Because they're like, oh, yes, keep coming next week. Keep coming next week. I think you need to try it at least three times to know whether or not you like something. But sometimes you walk into a space and you're like, nope, I just know. My spirit knows this is not for me. And so then you don't need to go back there. But if you think, okay, maybe this is something I could get into. Like, this is a good routine. I feel like I could do this. Go a time, two times, three times before you try others to really get a sense of it. Then you'll know when you try other churches how you feel like if it's a fit or not, okay? So that's tip number three, go to church. That because and, and I say church because in my experience, 
churches have been, and I go to non-denominational church, so it's not a specifically Catholic or Presbyterian or Baptist. It's not a specific denomination, which works for me, but everybody's a little bit different. So you got to find something that works for you. But what I found is that when it's a grace filled church, I mean, God is light and love and joy and positivity. All those things come from him. So why not plug in to that source? And that leads me to thing number four, and that is prayer and meditation. When I'm praying and the spirit, and I'm just like, fully focused on God and fully focused on what he has for me in that day, that fills me up. And then meditation is basically for me, I use it as listening to God. So that's like when I stop talking, that's like my opportunity for God to speak to me. So that's what I use that prayer and meditation time for because it plugs me in. Okay. So those are four. Now here is the fifth tip. And this one I think is, this is like something that anybody can do at any time, but It will also radically change you, okay? And this fifth fifth tip is positive thinking, okay? So thoughts, sometimes they come in our heads, even if they're not of us, and we're like, oh, man, like, where did this thought come from? It's a nasty thought. It's not something I want. You got to get rid of it. You are the thinker of your thoughts. That means that you fully are in control to actually get rid of a thought if it's not serving you and to bring in new thoughts that are super positive, So great ways of doing this are finding a quote or finding scripture or finding a, uh, you know, mantra, whatever it is that works for you that you're like, when I hear this and when I say this, ah, it fuels me. So I started actually doing this recently. I wrote a letter to myself and I keep it in my bathroom because when I first wake up in the morning, I go straight to the bathroom. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. I like get myself like, you know, ready for at least my morning routine And uh, so actually in my bathroom, I have a letter right there where it just speaks life over me, over myself. And I just speak life over myself. So I start my day feeling really amazing. That small shift, I've only been doing this for about a week. It's made a massive difference. And having that in the morning kind of like to reset me, sets me up for all of those other things that I mentioned to get them into my day, you know? So Uh, when I start off with that positive letter to myself and like speaking life over myself, then I'm able to go through my day. And if something is like negative, it's jarring. Like I, I feel it in my spirit. I'm like, Oh, that's so negative. And I will immediately squash it. So I'll change the subject. If it's with a friend, I will tell them like a stop. We're not gossiping. Like, don't do that to me, you know, or if someone, anytime somebody ever says something like, don't tell anybody, but I'm like, then don't tell me because I am not trying to keep secrets from people. Like I cannot do that. Like obviously if it's something in confidence, those things, that's different. But if it's a gossipy, like don't say anything, but I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I cannot be bothered with those types of things. So squash it right away. Okay. So those are five tips for you to love up on yourself a little bit to make sure that you are able to ooze that positivity in your life. And now I want to hear from you. So in the comments below, leave your tips. What are the things that you do either on a regular basis or just when you need it, when it's like a sporadic thing that you're like, this is what fuels me. This is what fills my cup to ensure that I'm able to get out there and give to others. Okay. So couple little quick, easy tips. And of course, the main one, I guess this goes without saying is to actually work with somebody when you hire a coach that is, you know, and I said that all at the beginning, but I, I want to make sure that point is not lost on you, that when you hire somebody and their role is to serve you in that way, 
they are intent. It's different than like an accountability partner or somebody like that. That's like, you're kind of more like a friend, you're peer to peer. But when you hire a coach that it's by design, it's intended to give you an opportunity to be fulfilled. So that person is pouring into you that allows your cup to be full so that then you can go out and face the world. So I, I wanted to make sure that's kind of like, I guess that's a bonus tip number six. Uh, did it, I wanted to make sure that should go without saying, right? That when you hire somebody else, their job is to pour into you. You shouldn't have to be dealing with any, you know, negative drama or things from them as you would maybe with a friend when you're kind of taking turns, lifting one another up, but hiring a coach, incredible way as well. So that is little bonus tip number six for you. All right. Leave your comments below and I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I would be honored if you'd hop over to iTunes from your computer and leave a five-star rating and review. Tell me what you love most about the podcast and what you'd like to see more of. That is how podcasts prosper. So I would be so grateful for your help. Thank you again. And I'll talk to you soon.